Hey there, I'm Jerry Ann Savelle, and I want to welcome you to the show today. If you're going through something right now, maybe you're struggling and you've lost your joy, then I hope that you'll hang out with me for the next few minutes. We started talking last week about joy, that not only is it a fruit of the Spirit that we've been given when you made Jesus the Lord of your life and you became a believer, well, the Holy Spirit put down on the inside of you nine fruit of the Spirit. So they're there, but oftentimes what happens is they lie dormant and they just sit there and they're not activated or developed in your life. Therefore, you struggle and you go through life trying to figure this out on your own and looking for ways to bring happiness. Now there's a difference in happiness and joy. Happiness is based on what's happening out here, the happenings of your life. If you had a good hair day, if everything's going your way, then you're happy. But you know, the moment you get a bad news or someone does you the wrong way, your happiness can go. It's fleeting, it's an emotion, and it's led by your soul. It's an external force. But joy, on the other hand, is a spiritual force that we've been given that can be developed down on the inside of you. That even through hard times, even through crisis, through trials, through difficulty, that you can still maintain your joy. That you can still have a smile on your face and people be wondering how in the world are they still smiling? It's because you've allowed Nehemiah 8.10 to take over and that the joy of the Lord has become your strength. And you're looking at a girl that's learned how to walk through that and develop that in my life. Have I mastered it completely? No, not yet, but I'm working on it. Because I got to a point in my life where I got fed up with just going around and around, being led by my emotions, being led by my feelings, what was happening on the outside, that directed my mood for the day. Instead, I got fighting mad in the spirit and began to activate that fruit that was already down on the inside of me. I just let it lie dormant for a while and begin to find that joy. No, life is not always perfect and not always go my way, but I found a place of joy in the midst of whatever it is I'm going through. But again, it's your responsibility. And we talked about that last week. If you missed last week's show, go back and watch that one. But this week, I want to talk to you about joy is a choice. It's something that you're going to have to choose to do. It's something that you're going to have to choose to activate in your life. I said last week, I say it again, joy is not going to just be dumped on you it's something you're gonna to have to go after and activate in your life. There's a scripture in James, James 1, 2, and it says, count it all joy. And all means that, all joy, count it all joy. That's in the good times, in the bad times, in the hard times, in the challenging times. How do we get that to that place to count it all joy? Well, that's what I want to talk to you today is about the choice that you make, that joy is your choice, that you're going to count it all joy no matter what you're going through. So let's read that. James 1, 2, my brethren, 
count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. That's just meaning different types of trials or tests. Knowing this, the trying of your faith worketh patience. The Passion Translation says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you are facing nothing but difficulties, see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can. Wow. How do we get to that place that it can become an invaluable opportunity for us to walk through something, go through it, all kinds of trials and still be able to say, I count it all joy. Well, again, it's up to you. It's your choice. But it comes down to complete trust in God, complete trust in His Word, and in His timing for your life. Whatever it is you're going through is trusting His Word and His timing. Knowing that He'll never forsake you or leave you in this situation, that He has the answers and He has the provision that's what can bring joy in your life. Faith comes and joy comes. They work hand in hand. You get in the word, then faith's gonna come. You get in the word, joy's gonna come. Faith stays hopeful, let me read this, and expectant for whatever it is you're believing God for, and joy will manifest in the waiting process. You know, it's a whole lot like if my parents said, hey, Jerry, we want to give you a cruise. We want to give you a cruise on, you know, an amazing ship, but you're going to have to drive down to Galveston to get on the ship. So I know I'm going on this cruise. I've got this vacation. I'm excited about it. So I drive to Galveston, say it's about five hours from here. Well, as I go, I'm greeted with massive thunderstorms. I mean, the weather is terrible and I'm pushing through and I'm driving to Galveston because you know what? I know I got a cruise coming for me. I'm going on vacation, but I've been confronted with bad weather, delays and detours. The traffic's really bad. I finally get back on the road. I finally, you know, get out of the bad weather. Then I get a flat tire. Now I got to stop and fix the flat tire. But you know what? Nothing's going to steal my joy because I know I'm getting on that ship. I'm going on my vacation. Well, that's what faith and joy do. They work hand in hand. See, faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's out there. You know it's out there. It's something you're believing God for. But joy can propel you and give you the strength to walk through that and get you to that desired destination. So you think about it, whatever it is you're going through right now, you believe, you use your faith, you walk through it, but joy sees on the other end of that thing. I'm going for it. Victory is mine, breakthrough is mine. I can have it. Joy will propel you. Joy will give you the strength to get there to that other side. Hey, let's take a break and watch this announcement and we'll be right back. 
For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy is a powerful force that resides in your spirit once you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. In Jerry Savelle's book, The Force of Joy, you'll learn how to tap into the joy inside you. The choice is yours. You can will to be happy or unhappy. Choosing to walk in joy is choosing to experience the strength of the Lord. In this 3CD set, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. You will learn how God's Word produces joy, how and why Satan steals your joy, how to get back joy that was stolen, how to laugh more and cry less, and more. Be of good cheer, for the joy of the Lord resides inside you. Don't wait. Request this joyous combo today. The force of joy, and if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Call or visit jerrysavelle.org and choose today to tap into the force of joy and experience renewed strength. I want to encourage you to go to jerrysavelle.org and get this product that we're offering you. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And I'm telling you, this message, I believe, is one of the best messages my dad ever did. I listened to it recently, and it is just so powerful. So go check that out. We are talking about joy is a choice. It's something that you have to activate. You know, a lot of people, a lot of believers, it's just lying dormant in their life. And it's sad to see a lot of Christians just walking around really miserable with no joy in their life, yet they're saying, I'm just using my faith. I'm just standing. I'm just believing. But there's no joy in the believing. You have to have faith and joy hand in hand. You can smile and you can believe because you believe in a God that's true to his word for you. That causes you to smile. That causes you to have hope. That causes you to have confidence in his word and ability. And the cool thing about this friend is you don't have to figure all this out. Whatever your challenge is that you're going through right now, you can put a smile on your face and be confident that God is working behind the scenes in your behalf. Put a smile on your face right now. So faith stays hopeful, faith stays expectant. That is what joy is. Many people are full of fear. They're full of anxiety when they should be full of joy. Joy smiles, joy believes, joy has hope in a God that will do what he says he will do for you. Christians should be the most joyful people walking around because again, we have a confidence and a hope in a God that will do what he says he will do for us. You know, my dad is one of the greatest examples of this. He doesn't talk the problem. He only gives the testimony after whatever he's been through, he tells us about it later. But I never see my dad talking the problem, wondering what are we gonna do? He's always got a smile on his face and he never talks the problem. That's where you and I have got to get in our lives. I have this t-shirt, it says no more bad days. And really it's a confession shirt for me because bad days come, but I don't have to let them ruin my day. Bad things happen but I'm confessing no bad days. I don't have to accept it. I don't have to go with my feelings and emotions, whatever's happening, that I choose joy for that day. 
and that I can get through whatever it is that's trying to steal my joy for that day, and you can too. Charles Spurgeon says, the joy of the Lord within us is always the sign and symbol of a strong spiritual life. Someone who's strong spiritually because again, they know that God's got this, he's in control, I don't have to figure this out, therefore I can be confident, have faith and be joyful that he's working it out for me. But again, it's a choice that you're gonna have to make when things come up. You're going to have to say, and if you have to say it a thousand times, you say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You say, I count it all joy and that I will rejoice in the Lord always. And you have to say that and say that and say that till you believe it and then your face believes it and you begin to smile and you're confident in that. Your flesh and your feelings are gonna wanna dominate. That's that soul, your mind, your will, emotions. They're gonna wanna dominate. They're gonna wanna go with whatever's happening. But you're gonna have to stir that joy up down on the inside of you. Again, it's a spiritual force, but you're the one that's gonna have to activate it and make it a choice, an act of your will, that I will choose joy, that I will smile, that I will have faith, I will have hope. John 10, 10 tells us that the thief comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. We know he's coming. That's his mode of operation. That's what he's after. And he will do anything and everything to try to take your faith that eventually takes your joy. So you're gonna have to be on guard, be vigilant, watch, keep your guard up, like Proverbs 4 tells us. Let me read what my dad says in this book, Force of Joy. I encourage you to get it, it's so good. He says, appropriating the joy of the Lord is a matter of choice, an act of the will. You can get up in the morning and you will will to be happy or you can get, or you can will to be unhappy. The choice is yours. He says, when someone says or does something to offend you, you can choose your reaction. Again, it's just a matter of choice. Which direction are you gonna go in? Are you gonna be led by your feelings and emotions? Are you gonna be led by that internal spiritual force that you've been given and activate that joy in your life? You know, the best thing that you can do is when something comes up in your life, the best thing that you can do is begin to praise the Lord. Just begin to praise Him. Just lift your hands and praise the Lord. And you know what? You confuse the enemy when you do that. He doesn't understand. Well, she didn't do that last time. She flipped out. She got nervous. She panicked. She worried. But when you begin to confuse the enemy and lift your hands, then you've allowed your force of joy to come up on the inside of you and you'll grow and develop and be that spiritual mature Christian that we talked about. And it's, it comes to a place where you're not faking it, you're faithing it your way through it. You're faithing your way through it. You have a smile on your face that's not fake, it's faithing your way through it. His mode of operation, like I said, is to bring whatever he can to rob you of that joy that's been given to you. One of the fruit, but again, your choice to activate it. 
when I've had things come up in my life in the past and I felt myself going in that direction that I wanted to go with my flesh, go with whatever, I've had to pull myself over, I still do, pull myself over and begin to talk to my flesh and say, no, Jerry, we have the joy of the Lord and we're not going there and we're confident and begin to speak what God's word says rather than what my feelings are wanting to feel in that situation. I wanna ask you a question. Can people see what you're going through? Can they read it on your post? Can they see it on your face? Are you uh, demonstrating the joy of the Lord or is it all over your face? I'm really going through something right now or I'm just trusting God, but your face isn't showing it. Or can people not even know that you're going through things? That's a sign of mature believer when you can be going through something and you don't even see it on your face. People don't even know because you've allowed the joy of the Lord to truly become your strength. You know, a big example of this is the Apostle Paul. Man, this guy went through some stuff. He went through more stuff than you and I will ever go through. Yet he had joy all the time in everything. He was in prison. He was beaten, all kinds, shipwrecked, you name it. He went through things you and I will never grow through. Yet he said, count it all joy. And he was always speaking, rejoice in the Lord always. In fact, the book of Philippians, he, they call it the epistle of joy, yet he was in prison when he wrote that. He was so full of joy. Well, in Acts, the, he says that he's going to Jerusalem and the Holy Spirit warns him that when he gets there, he's going to be imprisoned and he's going to suffer with things. Things are going to happen to him. He warned him. The Holy Spirit warned him. Yet here's Paul's response. Acts 20, verse 24. He says, but none of these things move me, neither count I myself dear my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my course with joy. He's like, okay, this stuff's gonna happen, doesn't even phase me. I'm gonna finish what I'm supposed to do and I'm not only gonna finish it, I'm gonna finish it with joy. Can you imagine if you and I were warned beforehand, hey, when you go this place, this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen. You and I would be like, why? Why, I'm a good little Christian. Why is this gonna happen to me? But no, Paul said, nope, fine with me. None of these things move me. I'm gonna finish my course with joy. That's the attitude that you and I should take on, that no matter what comes our way, we're gonna finish this thing with joy. The book of Philippians is referred to as the epistle of joy. Yeah, he said, Philippians 4.4, rejoice in the Lord always. While he's sitting in prison, rejoice, in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. I think he had a true revelation of what it means to live a life of joy. Despite what he was going through, he counted it all joy. That's having an attitude of contentment and hope that goes beyond your circumstances. That whatever you're going through, you tap into and you activate that joy. Philippians 4, he also said, I have strength. First of all, he said, I learned the secret to facing all situations. 
he had found the secret. He says, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. The joy of the Lord can become your strength. He said, I found the secret. The secret is, is that my strength is when I'm hooked up to Jesus. That's where my strength comes from. And when you have strength, you have joy. They go hand in hand. The joy of the Lord will bring strength in your life. An important factor in maintaining your joy is to be careful what you're looking at and what you're listening to, what you're thinking on and what you're meditating on. Your eyes and your ears are the gateway to your heart. So it's so important what you're allowing yourself to hear and what you're seeing. We talked about Proverbs 4.23 and it says, guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. You've got to be really selective about what you're listening to. You know, there's a lot of garbage on social media. You got to be real careful what you're reading, what you're listening to, what you're looking at, so that you are guarding and protecting the issues of life, your heart. I think it's important and it's, I'm telling you, it's one of the biggest revelations of my life is 2 Corinthians 10.5. I mean, it's become part of my every day, every moment life. And again, it goes back to being selective about what you're putting in. But 2 Corinthians 10.5, let me just read it. It says, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought, every thought to the obedience of Christ. The passion says we capture like prisoners of war every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. Every thought means every thought. If it's a thought of fear, you take it captive. If it's a thought of worry, you take it captive. It's if, it, if it's a thought that's trying to steal your joy, you take it captive. That has probably been the biggest success tool in my life is that I learned to take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ and put that in place all day throughout my day that I filter every thought through the word of God. And if it doesn't line up with his word, then I capture it like a prisoner and I make it obedient to Christ. You train yourself, you do that, you develop that day in, day out, day in, day out, to eventually those thoughts, those fleeting thoughts, those thoughts that don't line up with the Word of God are just going to go. They're going to leave as quick as they come because you filtered it through the Word of God. And when you do that, faith comes, faith is activated, and your joy is activated right along with it. Proverbs 4, it says, the new living, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. You know, what you're thinking on, your most dominant thought, that's the direction your life's going to go on. So it's so important what thoughts you're meditating on, what you're thinking on, what you're dwelling on, what you're looking at, what you're listening to. It's so important because whatever you give your focus and attention to, that's the direction your life is going to go in. 
It's so important, friends. When you get a hold of this, I'm telling you, it'll change your life because then you filter everything through the Word of God. Are you going to meditate on the problem? Are you going to meditate on the promise? Again, it's a choice and it's up to you to activate this in your life. Um, it's so important too, in all of this that we're talking about, joy being a choice, that you have a heart of gratitude, that you thank God for what he's brought you through and what you know he's going to bring you through now. What he's done for you in the past, he'll do for you in the future. When I begin to see myself sliding over there, doubting, questioning, I have to remind myself that he's always come through for me. He's always got me out of whatever mess I'm in at the moment. And I just want to remind you of that, that God's always got you through and he'll continue to get you through. But it's an act of your will to choose to think on joy, to meditate on good things. Let me leave you with this scripture, Philippians 4, 8. It says, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real and honorable and admirable and beautiful and respectful and pure and holy and merciful and kind and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising Him always. Watch the special offer and we'll be right back. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy is a powerful force that resides in your spirit once you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. In Jerry Savelle's book, The Force of Joy, you'll learn how to tap into the joy inside you. The choice is yours. You can will to be happy or unhappy. Choosing to walk in joy is choosing to experience the strength of the Lord. In this three CD set, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. You will learn how God's word produces joy how and why Satan steals your joy, how to get back joy that was stolen, how to laugh more and cry less, and more. Be of good cheer, for the joy of the Lord resides inside you. Don't wait. Request this joyous combo today. The force of joy, and if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Call or visit jerrysavelle.org and choose today to tap into the force of joy and experience renewed strength. So I ask you, what are you fixing your thoughts on right now? It's a choice that you make, what you're going to dwell on, what you're going to meditate on, what you're going to think about. I encourage you, I did this just last week, make a list of those things, those things that you can praise God for, that you can thank God for. And you can pull out that list and be grateful for those things. You know, not everything's bad in your life. But the enemy wants us to mag look at those things and magnify them and get focused on maybe that one thing that's not working in your life. Well, pull out that list and begin to thank God for all that he's doing in your life. Be grateful for what you do have and the blessings in your life and begin to like Philippians 4, 8 says, begin to fix your thoughts on those good things that God's doing in your life and Fix your thoughts on what he can do in your life, that joy will come when you make Jesus the Lord of your life 
and make him the strength in your life. I want to encourage you to go and get our product. You know, faith comes by hearing and it's so important. And I believe this is one of the best messages my dad ever did. It will bring joy to you. It will bring faith to you. And it will just stir you to get to that other side in your life. So I encourage you to come back next week. We're going to keep talking about joy, count it all joy. You can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. And I hope to see you again next week and have an awesome day. And know that your faith can overcome the world. See you real soon.